From the capital city, I'm Ken Smith. The Juno Assembly Committee of the Whole during their meeting this week forwarded $300,000 in port development fees to the Assembly for planning optimal location of a cruise ship dock at the subport. City Manager Rory Watt explained he noted the recent news that Juno has been named as a home port for an ice breaker. Which is incredibly exciting. Um, we want to make sure that the Coast Guard's needs uh, can be met. Um, a dock, a uh, cruise ship dock is a big piece of infrastructure. It's complicated. Um, and we want to make sure everything fits together. Uh, we also think the public is going to have a lot of interest in some very uh, detailed questions about a cruise ship dock. Um, and we think that a CBJ process uh, that reports directly to the assembly on a regular basis um, is going to be better for uh, the public. Watts says the price might be higher than proposed, which was $200,000. I think regardless of uh, how you feel about um, whether a fifth dock is good for the community or um, who should build it or who should finance it or who should control it. I do think uh, the question today much narrower. I think it's in the public's interest that CBJ take the lead uh, on planning for that dock and for the Coast Guard. Um, so my recommendation is a $200,000 appropriation of port development fees to get that process started. Um, I do think it'll be more expensive than that, and I've asked the port director to put in a request for passenger fees uh, that would come in through the uh, budget, uh, presumably be available July 1. The funding was increased in a motion from Mary Beth Weldon. Up to $300,000 of the port development fee to give them a little wiggle room um, to the full assembly for the purpose of planning the optimal location of a cruise ship dock at the subport. And the reason I'm going a little higher is he said it was going to be a little more expensive. If they only want to spend $200,000, then that's why I did the up to three hundred. The item will now come before the assembly at their next regular meeting. The Juno School Board is weighing hiring a firm to investigate the district's communications during the floor salient incident earlier this year. School Board President D.D. Sorensen explains. We asked for two RFPs for an one to investigate you know, how the floor sealant came to be in the wrong place, the absolutely horrifically wrong place, and one to look at um, our internal communication and external communication structures around the, the incident. So that's the purpose of the investigation? That Those were the two, two different RFPs. She says conversations on the board has centered on if another investigation is needed. We have a lot of third-party investigations on how. Um, We have one bid on the um, RFP surrounding communications. It was in first reading, and different board members brought up different things about did we think we still really needed it, you know, I mean. But the purpose of having two readings is so that, you know, we can have an opportunity to think about it. You know, you bring up what you're thinking at the moment. Um, So some people wondered if we still needed it. Other people thought it would be important for, you know, public confidence. So we will, you know, I have 
I've been talking to people. I'm sure all the other board members have been hearing from people. So we will come to a final conclusion at our next board meeting on whether to go forward with that RFP. And Superintendent Bridget Weiss added... We have safety plans, corrective action plans that grew out of each of those um, third-party investigations that were done, um, as well as our internal um, evaluation of communications, action steps, corrective action that have been um, employed. So so not only did we do those investigations early on, um, we also have implemented the safety steps, the follow-up corrective pieces to those in both of those um, areas, um, and, and we have those posted um, on our website as well. U-Haul's Doug McIntyre briefly spoke at the Juno Chamber regarding their plans at the Walmart building. A little bit about us. We're, we're not a franchise at all. We're a family-owned business, and we like to consider ourselves a small business in, in a lot of ways. Um, we purchased the Walmart here. I've been worked on this building for some time. I'll fix the part, better part of eight years, and we just threw Angie was able to pull this thing through and purchase it. He explained what will be put into the building. What we're going to do with the building is we're going to put individual storage rooms on the inside of the building. We'll have 700 storage rooms or so inside. You'll be able to pull in the building a door will go up, you'll be able to pull in the building, unload your stuff after the door shuts, walk your stuff to your individual alarm storage room, you'll have the only key to your room, and, and that's what we're going to do at the building. We'll rent some trucks and trailers. McIntyre further explained, changes are coming for the truck rental unit. Our future is probably, probably within the next five or six years, you won't be able to rent a, a vehicle bigger than probably a 15-foot truck to move your goods across the United States. The government is, th- those bigger trucks are not going to pass the missions. So the government's trying to, they're going to just, the manufacturer is going to stop building those big trucks. And so they just won't pass the missions. Everything's going to go electric. They're, they're trying to do that, as you well all know. And so we're not going to have those trucks to rent. And McIntyre added that the future is this. The future is storage where we put a box in front of your, your house. You get five or six boxes, ten boxes. We drop them off. You fill them. We pick them up. And then we ship them anywhere in the world for you. And that's becoming a big part of our business, believe it or not. The weather is warming up in Juneau. National Weather Service meteorologist Rick Frisch says... Temperatures will continue to climb into tomorrow morning, and with the rising temperatures, Juneau residents can expect a snowy Christmas weekend. It's going to be a multi-day snow event because we're going to be still plenty cold enough for snow, and that's going to be, uh, we'll probably start seeing the snow uh, late on Thursday or Thursday night, and that's going to last through Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, probably going to extend into the holiday on Sunday as well. And actually, I think we will probably still be seeing some kind of precipitation by the time we get to Monday, the 26th of December. The jury's kind of out on whether or not that's going to be rain or snow at this point because we will have warmed up uh, to or near the freezing point for daytime highs on Monday.
Award-winning filmmaker Scott Burton talks about his documentary, Earnest Drinker, coming to Juno on Capital Chat. I'm still learning about what it means to not have alcohol in my life. I still have a ton to learn doing this documentary. And as I make this documentary, I'm just trying to sort of share some of the tools that I'm gleaning along the way with uh, the watchers. Burton goes into more detail. It's not like drinking is bad or drinking is good or anything like that. It's a conversation about drinking. And it's what's called a hybrid documentary, too. So it'll have all the like the experts and doctors and people talking about the science of drinking and all that. Uh, but as a hybrid doc, it'll also have my life, 30 years. Uh, and actually, those will be in the documentary as these sort of funny animations. Some are tragic, but a lot of them are funny. And, and most people in the film will have lived experience with alcohol, so they They've been in the trenches, so to speak. Another question the documentary raises is... That's another thing I want to look at in this film is why is drinking alcohol more normal than not drinking alcohol? Burton spoke on how you can donate. Crowdfunding, if they want to pitch in, I would sure be thankful for their support. It's tax deductible. I'm in association with the Juno Community Foundation and the Juno Arts and Humanities Council. And so by being, uh, their boards accepted me as a project. You know, they, they think that my project has value to the community. By being in association with them, uh, you go to the my website, you'll go to the secure portal where you give to the Juno Community Foundation. And that goes right to this project. And that's going to help me you know, get up to Anchorage. Uh, it's going to help pay my camera operators. It's going to help me pay local musicians, other local artists. It's scheduled to be released fall of 2023. The Alaska Department of Corrections says a man serving a sentence for a sexual assault conviction has died at the Goose Creek Correctional Center. Kevin Allen has these details. The department says no foul play is suspected in the December 11th death of Morris T. Luck. It says T. Luck is the 18th person to die in corrections custody this year. The department says it cannot release medical information, citing privacy provisions. It says T. Luck had been in the department custody since 2014. The department said next of kin has been notified. Could tracking bows help track how many new cars will be given as presents this year? ABC's Sherry Preston with more on what some are saying. The day you give someone a Lexus. Those commercials, you see them this time every year. The family comes outside. There's a beautiful Lexus or BMW with a giant red bow on it. The smiles, the joy, maybe not so much this season. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that King Size Bows, the California company that makes those giant red bows, has seen orders drop 35% compared to last year. If there actually is a bow session going on, as the journal calls it, it would not be surprising. New car inventories continue to be down nationwide, and new car sales continue to lag, thanks in part to lingering supply chain issues. Sherry Preston, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Ken Smith for News of the North.